Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. We had ourselves a doubleheader loss this past week. That's right, a doubleheader loss. The National Football League blew it big time, and so did Hollywood. Or more uh, to the point, the Oscars. Big time did they blow it. Why? Like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right, so this past week, week and weekend, the National Football League opened up its season. And it's to say it's going to be, it is a crazy season is a big-time understatement, an enormous understatement. You know, the pandemic, uh, it is surreal, folks. You know, there's one thing about watching a basketball game or a hockey game in an arena that doesn't have any fans. So, so you're talking about the absence of fifteen to 20,000 or so people, fans, in an arena. Even at a baseball game where they play in these huge stadiums, but, you know, you don't get 70,000, 80,000 people, 75,000 people to watch a baseball game. But you go in, you go in to... Um, a football stadium, as I did to go watch the Giants lose to the Steelers in their opening loss on Monday night. Um, that's you're talking at a place that's can have like eighty thousand, and there's nobody there. I mean, that is like the of everything that I've been through. When, when I say me, everybody, but for me personally, you know, with the pandemic, you think about your kids. I think about my my family, my my grandkids going to work, masks and this and that. The weirdest feeling, the weirdest feeling is going into that building. First of all, you drive in. I'm, you, you know, you're used to seeing 
fans with barbecues and tailgating and throwing footballs and bean toss and this and that and, you know, traffic jams. Nothing. And then to walk in with, with one test here and one test there and taking your temper. And I, I get it all. I mean, it needs to be done. I am not criticizing anything. My criticizing is going to come in a few minutes. But it's just weird. It's just very, very weird. But that is life. That's life in the pandemic. And and then, you know, on top of that, we're dealing with the protests and and racism. It takes all of us. Black Lives Matter, which is just a fraud operation, if you ask me. And, and you know, you, you've heard me say that here before, so nothing's going to change in my mind. But having said that, I want to say something why I said, or I opened up by saying the National Football League blew it big time this past week. Just a couple of nights ago. On Saturday night, we had that tragic situation where two cops, male and female, were ambushed by a black man, were ambushed in Compton. Ambushed. And, and thank goodness for the heroic behavior of the female cop who was shot in the jaw, uh, basically saved her partner's life. Yeah. She, she's also the 31-year-old mother of a six-year-old boy. And why, while she was fighting for, uh, she was fighting for her life, he was fighting for his life, the protesters, that's right, these Black Lives Matter protesters were blocking the entrance Blocking the entrance, I, it's, it's hard to believe, blocking the entrance to the hospital, to the emergency area at the hospital, chanting, we hope they die. We hope they die. Now you're asking me, Russ, why would you say that the NFL blew it? I'm going to tell you why. The NFL blew it because there's a divide. You know, we keep hearing it takes all of us and racism. It takes all of us. Time and time again, we hear it all. The cops are criticized to no end as if every cop is a bad cop. But here was a chance. Just like, you know, when we say it takes all of us, that's right, it takes all of us. You want to end racism? I'm the first one to admit it. It takes me, a white guy. It takes you, if you're a black person. It takes all of us. That's right. I've said it before and I will say it again. Don't ask me to stand to do anything, say anything positive about Black Lives Matters because the organization to me is fraud. And I think people who, who are sincere in wanting to fight for racism are just being made fools of because they associate themselves with that name, that organization, Black Lives Matters. As I said, ask me to stand for Amer- African-American Lives Matter, I'll stand with you day and night. Shoulder to shoulder and fight the good fight. But two cops ambushed in Compton and not a peep, not one freaking peep, not a whisper, not nothing from anybody in the National Football League, from a player to a a league official to the big honcho, Roger Goodell, not nothing. To say, hey, our thoughts and prayers are with the families and, and, and with those two young cops. 
And come on, people. Come on, people. For somebody to say, yeah, come on. We got to be better than this. No pun intended. This is a black mark on our community. We can't be doing this. Not a freaking word. Zero. And I will tell you this. If I would have heard somebody, somebody, and this goes for the TV shows. I watched, I made sure, and I, I DVR'd them. I made sure to watch the, the, the CBS show. I made sure to watch the Fox show. Not a peep, not a freaking word about two cops assassinated, tried to be assassinated on Saturday night. Thank God they weren't. Not a word. Come on, we got to be better than this. Or, 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 or if nothing else, our hearts, our, our prayers, our thoughts go out to these two young cops sitting in their car. Not a word. And again, why did the NFL blew it? Because I am blow it because I am telling you, had had somebody from the league, a couple of players, the commissioner, somebody saying, come on, you would have gotten people, maybe not everybody, but people to say, okay, yeah, we got to stand together. I certainly would have been impressed. I would have tempered some of my criticism that I've been saying about the National Football League and, and players. And, and, well, not just the National Football League in general, be it, be it um, NBA, NHL. Because I hold them all responsible. Not, I haven't gotten a fucking word. And I'm not saying that for effect. I'm saying it because that's how I feel. Not a word. I guess those lives don't matter. I thought that was the most disgraceful, not to say a word. I I mean, folks, I'm going to keep repeating myself, not saying a word like like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. I thought I thought and I think it's just disgusting. Shame on all of them. Shame on the NFL. The reason I'm singling out the NFL because the NFL opened up their season. But where's the outcry? Where's the outcry from the NBA? Where's the outcry from LeBron James? Where is the outcry? Everybody, where is the outcry? Roger Goodell. Oh, we got it wrong. Colin Kaepernick this, which I'm going to get to that in a second. We got it wrong. No, you didn't get it wrong on Colin Kaepernick. That's the biggest fraud going. And so's his buddy, this Eric Reed. People mentioning Colin Kaepernick's name with, with the likes of, oh my God, with, with the likes of Muhammad Ali and Jackie Robinson. Are you kidding me? Nothing. Zero. That, to me, displays zero leadership. I'm sorry. It was the same thing when, when Deshaun Jackson you know, you know, made those anti-Semitic remarks, the tweets. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for the commissioner to say something. 
And don't get me wrong. I understand business is business. 77% of um, the National Football League are black men, African-Americans. I get that. But not, not, not a word. Not nothing. Shame on the commissioner. Shame on the players. Shame on the National Football League. And that goes for all the other leagues as well. I, I, but, you know, like when I said I also hold... People from television, and I'm just saying TV. But I have, I quite frankly, I'm holding the media because I haven't seen anybody anywhere in the media say, "What the hell is is are all these leagues waiting for to come out and say we got to stop this?" On on ESPN, I heard Randy Moss say. Uh, We got to get out there and vote. And he goes like this. I'm talking about the hood because I come from the hood. And and I'm saying good for Randy Moss, Hall of Famer Randy Moss. He's going to say something that is needed to be said. He's going to say, yeah, we got to be better on our own community. We can't have people being killed by our own people on a regular basis. We, we, we can't say we're worried about cops killing us when far more of our own people are killing us to the tune of thousands. But nothing was said. I just keep hearing it takes all of us and racism. You know, they, they did a story on ESPN, there's there was a T-shirt out that that some people were wearing or players what be the change T-shirts, and on on the back of it was something like two hundred names of people either killed by racism or um, by police brutality or in police custody. Okay, you don't have a shirt big enough. You don't have a shirt big enough. To list all the names by black people killed from their own black people within their own communities. That you don't have. But see, that's the media. I saw an interview um, on on CBS, which was, uh, quite frankly, excellent. Ravens uh, uh, defensive end, Calais Campbell. Very uh, articulate, bright, and, and quite frankly, I was moved by his words. I, I really was. I, I thought he was he's an excellent spokesman. I, I really did. I was impressed. But he used the term when it came to Cap, meaning Colin Kaepernick, you know, a few years ago what was it, 2016, he goes, people just saw the action. You need to open up ears and minds and hearts to understand the reason why. Well, I agree with opening up ears, minds, and hearts because you hear me say it all the time. People hear, but they don't listen. 
They hear noise, but they don't really listen. It's the same thing. I'll, I'll say it. People watch, but they don't really see. People read, but they don't really see what they're reading. I've said it over and over and over again. Colin Kaepernick. And, and he, he's got the balls. He, here the NFL is trying to make headway. Players are trying to back him, are backing him. And he's bellyaching about the National Football League because they're blackballing his buddy Eric Reed. Again, Colin Kaepernick, when did Colin Kaepernick, people forget this, all the rah-rah Colin Kaepernick people. People forget that Colin Kaepernick, when did Colin Kaepernick decide to be this um, activist? Take a knee. Hmm. Was he when he was the star? Or when he was now riding a bench as a backup? See, he, he decided to do this as a backup when his star was losing its shine. A few years earlier, he was he had his 49er team in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. Is there a better, bigger, glossier platform than to make a statement than at the Super Bowl during Super Bowl week? I didn't hear nothing. There was no discussion about the outcry from racism, about racism in this country from Colin Kaepernick. He's full of shit. And he remained. I said it then. I say it now. He's full of shit. But even though I think that when he protested, I backed people's rights to protest, whether I liked it or not. I certainly would not have done it that way. I wouldn't do it that way now. But I will will respect a person's right to protest. I just think they need to really explain themselves. But I understand the person's right to protest. When Colin Kaepernick lost me is when he put on socks that depicted cops as pigs. Okay? I was done. How would people feel? Let's call it the way it is. How would people feel if people donned cocks, uh, socks, excuse me, started wearing socks depicting black people as pigs or animals? How horrific and disgusting and despicable would that be? No more disgusting or despicable than depicting cops as pigs. And then the schmuck is wearing uh, T-shirts, pro-Fidel Castro. Yeah, go ask all the people in Little Havana, Miami, what's it like living under the Castro regime. People forget that shit. All right? Yeah. People forget that. Then you get James Brown, who I admire. I think James, and the, I'm not talking about our late, great James Brown, the singer and showman. I'm talking about James Brown, the host on CBS on, on their pregame show. You also, you know, you see him, you know, doing a lot of other things, but that's our James Brown. And James Brown was talking about in the first game of the season with the Chiefs, Super Bowl defending champion Chiefs home against the um, 
Houston Texans. Prior to the game, the Chiefs were locking arms, and they were booed. There was a lot of boos. And James Brown said the Chiefs, this is a quote, locking arms was met surprisingly with boos. What were you surprised about, James? Are you not acknowledging that people have issue with certain things, the way it's portrayed? Being surprised about something like that is, is sounds as silly as somebody being surprised to say that there's racism in this country. Nobody wants to understand the other side. I, I've, l- l- you've heard me say it. People talk, but they don't listen. All talk. My last two podcasts, all talk, no listening. And then last week, what I say? Let's have an uncomfortable conversation. Well, let me tell you, we need this uncomfortable conversation more than ever before from both sides. Howie Long. On Fox, four years ago, people missed the message of Cap. You know why they missed the message? Because Cap, Colin Kaepernick, was a schmuck. They missed the message because because of Colin Kaepernick, the message was buried. Because of his actions. That's why. I mean, really. I, I mean, it boggles my mind. Do, do, do they think the public is stupid? They're playing this racism stuff. I'm so incensed that not a person came forward. And you know what? You think Colin Kaepernick could win people over if he came forward and said, man, people, we got to fight against racism, but we can't be you know, assassinating people or trying to assassinate people. And we're doing it in our own community. He could have made headway with detractors. And now you got his buddy, this Eric Reed. Who who's who calls the, the social justice campaign half-hearted at best and says the use of Colin Kaepernick kneeling in video and what remains uh, diabolical. Yeah, I'm reading a quote. Reed added, Goodell uses video of Colin courageously, courageously kneeling to legitimize their disingenuous PR while simultaneously perpetuating systemic oppression that the video he's using fights against by continuing to rob Colin Kaepernick of his career. It's diabolical. Yeah, you look it's good for you, Commissioner Goodell. You're the guy, you're the guy who came up and said, we got it wrong. 
Nobody, but nobody, but nobody condone what happened to George Floyd. That cop, Derek Chauvin, should rot in hell. Rot in hell. He killed somebody. And made life miserable for all cops. And this Jacob Blake thing, I don't care whether he had, was going for a a, a weapon or not, seven times being shot in the back was, to say over the top, a a huge, big-time understatement. That should never happen. And 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 whether you're 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 vermin, you're garbage, you're you're an animal in the street, that should not happen. We can't take the law. We can't be uh uh judge, jury, and executioner. We can't. We can't take the law into our own hands. But that's that's both sides. So if you're gonna criticize the cops, and fairly so then criticize what's happening in your own community. And nothing gets said about that. I'm I'm seeing people wearing, you know, on the back of football helmets, George Floyd's name, Jacob Blake's name. Breonna Taylor's name. None of those people... They all should be with us today. Well, uh, Jacob Blake still is, albeit paralyzed. I get that. I get, I, you know, should, should not have happened. But when does it, when does somebody come forward from your own community and say, this shit has to stop? I, I've discussed this before. I will continue to discuss it again. But so Commissioner Goodell is now not only with his we got it wrong and we got to end racism. Of course, we got to end racism. That's not anything new. We all should stand up in horror about racism. But don't tell me now. Don't tell me now about 400 years of oppression. Tell me about the two cops shot. Tell me about the people in your own community shot. Again, I see uh, Jacob Blake's name on helmets. I see Breonna Taylor. I see George Floyd. I don't see Davel Gardner's name on a helmet. I don't see Davel's name. Davel's that one little one-year-old baby, that one-year-old innocent child in his stroller shot at a barbecue in his stroller. I don't see the name of Brandon Hendricks, the basketball player with a promising, maybe a scholarship career from Monroe High School in the Bronx, shot while attending a barbecue. Yeah, attending a barbecue. I don't see his name anyplace on the back of a helmet. I don't see any any player in the National Football League, NBA, MLB, any place mentioning those names. How come? Oh, that's that's... Because it's your own. No, we we, shh, we want to keep that quiet. My wife came in the other morning and said, wow, Russ, did you see that um, in Compton? You know what happened with the two cops shot? I said, yeah, 
or saw it last night. I said, what about the people at the hospital chanting, uh, we hope they die? My wife says, that happened? They didn't show that. No, they didn't show that. So when you hear about fake news, that's why it's fake news. It's bullshit. So again, I will say a thousand times till I'm blue in the face, till I'm black in the face. Tell me to stand with America, African-American Lives Matters. I'll do it day and night, anytime you want. But this Black Lives Matter as hoax is all that it is, a hoax perpetrated by an organization, a Marxist racist bullshit organization. And it's high time that the National Football League, and the reason I'm singling them out, they just opened up their season. They were the ones we got it wrong and they want to fight oppression. Well, then do something about it. Do something about it. Then you can get all everybody else, the, the LeBron Jameses and everybody, all these leaders. And, and believe me, I watch people talk from the heart. I mentioned this, Calais Campbell from the Ravens, talking from the heart. It was actually emotional. I was getting choked up. Just Some of these people really speak from the heart, and it's terrible. I mean, you know, I've never been stopped. I've never been stopped by, by anybody I mean, I've been stopped for speeding, but I've never, a cop has never asked me to get out of the car and put my hands on a hood. That's never happened to me. And I know plenty of people, plenty of black people that that's happened to. Clean cut black people who were stopped for no reason other than the color of their skin. I've had him on George Martin, the the ex-great um, Super Bowl champion giant. He's become a good friend of mine. Walked across America to raise money for first responders. I've had him on with me telling the stories that he's dealt with racism. George is my age. So I understand that. But you want help? A lot of times, you know what they say, help has to start with yourself. And unless people, you want to, look, there are, there are white people who don't get it. I understand that. I'm the first one to say that to you. But if you want to help them get it, you got to try and win them over. Just like politicians play that bullshit game and try and win you, uh, a, a black person over. So if you want to try and win people over, you got to use some smarts. Again, the NFL blew it this week. Not mentioning, offering best wishes to anybody. Absolutely disgusting to me. Absolutely disgusting. Shame on the National Football League and everybody else who didn't have the balls, the courage, the decency, the common decency to offer these two cops best wishes and to say this shit can't happen in our community we're only playing to every bad stereotype that people say about us how do we expect to win the other side over if we act like this like animals it's got to stop
Well, that's that, that's it for my rant on the National Football League. In terms of Hollywood, I, I'm not going to go long into this. It's so silly. It, it's so stupid. But Hollywood now has a new uh, inclusion standards. Inclusion standards that a film has to have. And, and it, apparently it's going to start in 2000. Um, well, I'm just looking at it. For the 94th Oscars, to, uh, 2022, and the 95th, 2023, submitting a confidential Academy inclusion standards form will be required for best picture considerations. However, meeting inclusion thresholds will not be required for eligibility in the best picture category until uh, 2024. Okay. Anyway, here's the long and short of it. A film has to meet two out of four of the following standards to be deemed eligible. All right? Here's one, um, Section A. Lead or significant supporting actors. At least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors is from an underrepresented underrepresented racial or ethnic group. Asian, Hispanic, Latin, uh, black... Uh, indigenous, Middle Eastern, Native Hawaiian, or other underrepresented race or ethnicity. Uh, Section two of that, at least 30% of all actors in secondary and more minor roles are from at least two of the following underrepresented groups, women, racial or ethnic, LBGTQ, people with cognitive or physical disabilities. Another one is uh, theme has to be centered on an underrepresented group. Again, women, racial or ethnic, LBGTQ. Let me ask you a question. If somebody was going to do a remake of Schindler's List, okay, a remake of Schindler's List, For some of you who may not be aware of it, Schindler's List was a story about this man who saved uh, uh, tons and tons, I don't know if it's hundreds, thousands of people from their deaths in concentration camps. How many Asian or black people or indigenous or Native Americans would be necessary to be in that film? Hmm? How many black people or Native Americans would be important to have, would make sense to have in, uh, let's say, Fiddler on a Roof. If I was a rich man, yo, 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 if I was a rich, are you kidding me? How, the world has gone nuts. When, we keep hearing all the time, art is art. You You know, you hear these stories, well, you know, well, I forget the name, not not cable guy. Uh, it, there was this animated show recently where now the character in the, the animated character was a black person, but the voiceover was always from uh, uh, a white person. Okay, that's what you call acting. But now he wasn't going to do it any longer because he wasn't black. So let's say a guy like Tom Hanks. I guess Tom Hanks should not have won an Oscar for his magnificent portrayal of a gay 
man in uh, in Philadelphia, of a gay lawyer, because Tom Hanks is not gay. What was it? it Brokeback Mountain, Heath Ledger, Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, that's not right. They're, they're not gay. They weren't. What are we talking about here? It's art. And and I'm just giving you an example. You're talking about uh, internships. It has to be certain minorities. What are we talking about? So you're telling people, let's lower the bar because it depends on the color of your skin or, or your nationality or your sexual preference. What, what are we talking about? And then while you're worried about inclusion, then you're also dealing with exclusion. Because a certain white person who comes from nothing, or forget, doesn't come from nothing, who broke their ass coming from something to get to a certain thing, went to school, did this, did that, did training, nah, you don't fit the bill here. So if it's between you and somebody else, we got to flip the coin and you lose. As I said, folks, world's gone nuts. But like I said, this past week, the NFL and Hollywood blew it big time. Big time. They should be ashamed of themselves. Because you know what? As I said many times before, one of the great pandemics that this country suffers from is the pandering pandemic. Everybody's just jumping on a bandwagon because that's the thing to do. Again, shame on the NFL, shame on Hollywood, shame on the Oscars. That, my friends, is a wrap right here. Thank you for getting a load of this. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can uh, always reach me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can get me on Facebook you can also check out my website, always, russsalsberg.com. My thanks to uh, the lovely Ariel for taking such good care of me and setting this podcast up. To my WABC program director, Mr. Dave Labrosi, and his outstanding assistant program director, uh, Matt Dahl, who does it all here. President and GM of WABC, Chad Lopez. My thanks to you, Chad. And last but certainly not least... Big time thanks to all you people out there, because without you guys, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying once again, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Talk to you next week. In the meantime, stay safe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. 
White Castle, follow your crave. 